sorry, y'all. There's only like one more. If anybody else wants this order, they can have it. Those are. Wilson, aka One Single Rose, and today we have a studio filled with guests. We are celebrating Motown Mike, the Spoken Word, in preparation for the very first Motown Mike, the Spoken Word showcase coming up this Saturday, September the 17th, at the Motown Museum on the New Plaza from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And on today's broadcast, we have quite a few of the Motown Mike winners and finalists who have bared their souls on the stage for the love of the word and for the love of Motown. I hope you guys are doing great and everything is well for you in your world. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't be in studio. I am on vacation in Tampa, but half computer will travel and still will appear virtually. So that's love that you guys are tuning in and we thank you so much. So without further ado, we're going to get to our guests because they have a few things to tell you guys about and they're going to leave themselves on this stage today. Our first guest coming up is the 2019 winner from Motown Mike, the spoken word, Miss Mikaela Norwood. Hey, my darling. Hello. So good to see you today. Yes. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully well and blessed. 
Yes, yes, you are. And you're looking fabulous doing it as well. Thank you. You know, I try my best. Anytime I know I'm going to be rocking with the best, I got to do my best. And you do. And you do it well. <laughs> so tell us about um, the year that you won Motown Mike, the spoken word, um, how life has changed for you since winning, and then share a piece with us. For sure. So in 2019, that was when I won. Um, it was, of course, right before the world shut down. So um, Motown Mike as a an entity has changed a lot. Um, I think my year was probably like the last year that ran in the way that it did. So it's exciting to see the expansion and the growth that's happened since. The prize money got a little bit better. The Even the lead up's gotten better. So it's really cool to see just all that's transformed. Um, and what it's done for me, um, it was so funny. After I won, uh, I was asked, what are you going to do with the money? Almost like, are you going to go to Disney World? <laughs> you know. And uh, the first thing that I said I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to, I always saw myself with big hair performing on stage, like big hair and a nose ring. And so I got my nose ring. And it's been a <laughs> and I, I got the big hair. Um, and then I invested all of the rest in um, coming out and publishing my first book of poetry. And that, that of course, has done wonders. That'll change anybody's life, becoming an author. And so that's what I did. And I'm, I'm really grateful to Motown for the opportunity to do so. Dope, dope, dope. It's, it's, it's good that... Winning the competition gave you exactly what you needed to yeah. further further your artistry. Yes. So it literally was a reinvestment um, in myself to be able to pour out even more to the community because that was the one piece that I always felt I was missing. Um, when people are like, how can we get more from you or hear more from you? I'm like, I don't know, show up at the next thing, whenever that happens, you know? <laughs> and now I'm able to actually put something in people's hands like, hey, you can have a piece of me, you know, whenever, wherever for the rest of your life. And so it, it definitely is a life-changing thing. And passive revenue, passive income, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can you share a piece with us today? Yes. Yeah, so I actually have the book right here with me. So I'll share a piece from the book. It's called Fruits Haiku of Haikus for the Blossoming Soul. Um, and yeah, given the week that we're in, I wanted to read this. So it's called As the World Turns. Part okay. one, Monday. It's just another regular Monday. Each day we greet with a kiss. The exchange of our love yous is calculated now, but still sincere. We don't eat breakfast together no more. You left the milk out again. I laugh and clean it, but tomorrow I'll leave it. Teach you a lesson right in time for our anniversary. Wednesday can't come soon enough. Part two, Tuesday. It's just another regular Tuesday. We greet with more than a kiss. You give me the car while you take the subway to get to work early. The milk is left out. It's 9.30 and you left a voicemail. Must be about the milk. I won't pick it up this time. We'll talk when you get back. I get to work with a smile no one sees. They're all glued to the TV. Your husband, he's at the World Trade, right? Eyes wide. I call you twice no answer 
It's 9.59 now, and I watch as New York and my whole world goes gray. Part three, Wednesday. It's been 14 hours. It's 11.59, and I curse the time. The clock moves slow now. This heartache, this pain, get me out of this day fast. Clock moves fast. How can I leave the last day I can truthfully say I spent with you? Cruel, the world turns, mine ends. At 12, I check your voicemail. Babe, if it's my last time, I love you. Sorry about the milk. Happy anniversary. And this is a quick two-parter, so if I can do just the other part, is that okay? Sure, go ahead. Okay. This one is, and life moves on. Part one, Monday. It's not another regular Monday. Today, we don't share a kiss, and it's for the best. He always gives me more space around this time of year. Milk gets put up now. I've trained him well. But he still leaves socks on the floor. I guess it's always something, but I've learned not to sweat the small stuff. And in comparison to that day, I realize it's all small stuff. Part two, Tuesday. One doesn't need a reminder for that which they can never forget. I'll keep from TV. I hate when it falls on a Tuesday. It's too real. 17 years have gone by and it hurts the same and different all at the same time. New movies with new conspiracy theories come out each year as tribute. America loves to paint her red, white, and blue all over our pain, but this was not a national tragedy. This was personal. This was us. Yet time was kind. The world kept turning. Time heals my wounds. And life moves on. Part three, Wednesday. All three of us will visit you today. Happy anniversary. All three is me, my now husband, and our daughter. And by our, I mean us. That Tuesday when you met me with more than a kiss, you left C behind. Zoe looks like you. Even the day you died, you still brought life to me. With them, I'm whole. You'd want that. Still miss you, though. So leave some milk out for me. Thank you. Wow. That one always gets me in my feels. Yes, I'm in my feels. That was dope. Very touching. Mm, thank you. Thank so, you. So where can people find you and pick up that beautiful book with those beautiful works? Yes, so people can find me on Instagram at Mimi Free Life. That's M-I-M-I-F-R-E-E-L-I-F-E. And in terms of where you can go book me as well as get this book, you can go to my website, which is www.mimifreelife.com. All right. Thank you so much, Mimi. And yes, I look forward you. to what you have coming up. See you on Saturday at the showcase. Most definitely. Bye, guys. So our next guest coming up is in studio. We have the amazing Tamira Renee. She was the 2017 winner, I believe. I'm not sure what Tamira. Tell us, tell us all about yourself. The so year that you won. Multiple 
Motown Mike, the spoken word. It was some moons ago. Drop us a piece. <laughs> I know, right? It, 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 it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me. I had to think about it, too, when you were saying the year. Like, what year was it? I think it was 2015. What year do you win? It was after that. 2014. So 2015 did. So some time has passed. Yeah, Um, yeah, we're the old heads in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The first was. Um... (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm Tamara Renee, and I'm um, the 2015 winner of Motown Mike. And um, wow, it has just been an amazing ride um, from 2015 till now. The show has transformed beyond what any of us could have ever imagined or 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 really foresaw. And just being around, just like so many like great, amazing poets, is it's been a wild ride. I'm 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 excited, and I'm I'm glad I can be a part of it. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you um you are definitely doing good work in the community. Um you you are still working and creating and keeping the word alive. Yes, definitely. I definitely try um just really just um always collaborating and 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 being around different poets to help my inspiration, but as long, you know, just for us to get together to to create that unity which we already we have here it's pretty good in in the Detroit the poetry scene is really cool here and um I anytime I can try to just collaborate and be in the same spaces with so many different like creatives and and create content it, it's it's all it's all it's all good for me Absolutely so tell us how winning Motown Mike has changed your life and then drop us a piece and let us know where we can find you to stay connected Um it has changed for the better. Uh, at the time of winning Motown Mike, it was something that I really wasn't um, seeking to do. So after that, it kind of um, got me back into doing poetry because I really hadn't did it like in two, 10 years prior to actually winning the competition. So it put me, put me back in that, that space, that, that creative space that I love, and I kind of shied away from it. So from then on, it's just been, you know, just the constant um of creating content creating poetry and it's been amazing because it was something that i was missing and i didn't even know it um so today um i can share a little something I, i got some things that i can share um i have a a piece that i call uh have it's called i'm free i'm free Over a hundred years ago, my ancestors were gifted freedom wrapped in an oppression bow, fighting for liberties in a country whose anthem sings, catch a nigga by the toe, I'm free. In a country that was Hmm. built on the backs of our ancestors' demise, where Virginia cotton fields were watered with tears from a young mother's cries with a baby strapped to her back, working in a hundred degrees, hoping that one day he won't be caged like an animal and can decree, I'm free. I'm no longer bound by the shackles placed upon me, and yet I'm still victimized by master's brutality. Only today, slave masters replaced with authorities to try to find a way to profit from my labor and imprison me. I'm free. Everybody got their freedom in the land of the free, except for melanated beings that look like me. they rather see us with bullet holes in our t-shirts or hanging from a noose. They're killing our voices so they silence our truth. So prosecution is the only solution to stop the magic from pumping through these melanated veins while they desensitize us to a slain teen's mother's pains. I'm free. But I've learned that southern trees bear more fruit 
let me say it again. I've learned that southern tr fruit comes from more places than southern trees where the taking of a life is done with ease. Fight this war, wear this badge, serve this country till it bring you to your knees and keep fighting for your right to exist so that one day you can sing, I'm free. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Well, if you yeah. want to see me, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> If you want to see me, you can always follow me on Instagram um, at Tamira Renee or um, on Facebook. Um, just type in it's Tamira Renee. You can kind of catch up with me and see some of the things that I'm doing um, there or content that I'm creating. Dope, dope. Thank you so Thank much you for coming for on. Me. I love Ayla you. had us in our fields. Love you too, my darling. You got us putting our power in the air. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, yes. I will see you on Saturday. Thank you, you so Saturday. much for coming in today. If anyone would like to call in and drop a haiku, the call in number is 313-266-2811. And now our next guest in studio always brings the calm. She always brings the peace. And that is actually her pen name, Peace. She was the 2016 um, runner-up or finalist in the Motown Mic, the spoken word. Did I get your year right, my darling? Mm -hmm. You got it right, Rose. Yes, yes. Hey, Peace, how are you? Hey, Rosie. I'm good. I'm good. So good to be good. here. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. So tell us how the Motown Mic, the spoken word experience has changed your life, um, what it was for you creating that piece, and drop us some peace. Absolutely. Um, 2016 was an interesting year for me. Um, I was expecting, um, I was expecting my 11th child and, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. So, um, during the course of, um, the competitions, uh, for Motown Mike, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was big out here. I was big in these streets. And so, but I really, I don't know. I really needed to, um, I really needed to do that for myself in that moment. And I, and I didn't stop until I delivered. I think I was performing and I was hosting at they say at the time I was hosting up until just a week before, you know, I delivered, um, my daughter Jade. So, like I said, that was an interesting time for me. It was an internal time for me. And um, having the opportunity to write this piece and compete at the same time, I think we got a, uh, I think we got a poet at home. I definitely think we got a poet in the house. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful experience, though. And so winning um, second place and, and, and I didn't, I didn't mind that one bit because I came in second place to my mentor, uh, Omari King Wise. And so, you know, to be on that stage with him was, was awesome. That was an awesome night for me, you know, so it's been a beautiful ride. It's been a beautiful ride. I have, um, I have a piece that I want to share. And, um, these days, because life is so different for all of us, um, I want to stick and stay around, um, the topic of joy and happiness. And so I decided to, um, do this piece 
um, called Always Something. I came across the video of Tracy Morgan in an interview with The Breakfast Club. A few years after the fatal accident that took the life of his friend and almost himself. In this interview, Tracy asked the million dollar question. What is happiness? There was an anticipation of a meal I had never heard before on the breakfast club. Just as much saving grace in the silent air as the breath in Tracy's lungs, he assured Charlemagne, the others, and the listening audience that whatever they thought happiness was, it was much more simpler than that. True happiness, Tracy says. I paused the video. Sat straight up from the slump I laid in all night, mentally rolodexed all the esoterics I could to beat him to the punchline. Thought I knew happiness till I didn't. Called my five and six-year-old in the room as if they were the authority on the deep stuff. Because the way Tracy set this simple question up, it was about to be some deep stuff. I asked my babies, what makes you happy? While twirling into the wall, my five-year-old, without hesitation, says, when you wake me up in the morning, seeing you and dad waiting for me at the bus stop when I get home from school, my six-year-old with the biggest of unapologetic eyes says, when dad cooks, and homemade ice cream, note that I didn't make. And when my brothers and sisters' birthdays come around, mind you, he's one of 14 siblings. And I paused him, unpaused the video. True happiness, Tracy says, is having something to look forward to. I wish I could have climbed back into the safety net of my children's answers the night before. My persuasive thought couldn't talk me off the ledge of loneliness. I'm certain I robbed my face of repetitive smiles on my self-diagnosed depression, believing joy was too complicated for me to administer that it was somebody else's response, ability to save me from me. Convinced happiness was pronounced perfection and having a man and attaining millionaire status or a beauty standard that I could never reach. Fame and fortune and fame and recognition that feels more like plastic bag and rope, big house and luxury car that I pay most of my time for I can't afford to be happy in. That I couldn't feel one without the smothering of the others. I took note from Tracy and reflected on the little things like setting a match of intention to a goal, the fuel of following through, the light up in my face of keeping a promise to myself, time in my words living up to what I say has always set my soul on fire. I found the milliseconds of joy and the tide in my loved one's chest rising and falling and rising again. My son and daughter reminded me that there will always be walls but twirl in the midst of them anyway, that joy cometh in the morning every time I get to wake her up. These days I sleep with one eye open, with one eye closed and the other carries my renewed look on life. I'm still here celebrating 14 birthdays 
351 mm. regular days and home making homemade ice cream because my son's happiness depends on it. And just overdoing <laughs> dinner for all the reasons. In the midst of loss and pain and constant struggle with his knowing that the way God set this thing up, no matter how big or small the view, there's always something, something to look forward to. Mm. Thank yeah. you all so much. <laughs> Oh my God! Trying to stay happy no, around this really? piece. Absolutely, y'all just got me all in my feels. I feel all the emotion <laughs> of that. Every it's like I could taste the ice cream when you were talking about it, and wow. the food that your your children's love to love to eat. Not that you cooked into somebody else, and now that might be a point of contention. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that piece. Where can people find you and stay connected? People can stay connected with me on uh, Peace Bell on all social media. Um, yeah, Peace Bell on all platforms. Thank you all, all so right, much. Thank you right. for having me, Rosie. I appreciate you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. I hate I couldn't be there to hug all of y'all in real life. Y'all might even see a tear right now, but you don't do that in public. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Our next guest coming to the microphone is the 2022 winner just a couple months ago of Motown Mike, the spoken word. He goes by the name of Ben Will, <laughs> Ben Will, what Ben Will, Ben Will. Hey, friend. Hey, hey friend. Hey. Ben, hey. Good afternoon. Hey. How are you? How are you well? Are you well? Are you blessed? I am amazing, blessed down here in Tampa. Just got off the beach. I was running so late. I didn't have time to do much, but here, here we are. Jealous. <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> so tell everybody about your Motown mic, the spoken word journey, how your life has changed since winning. I mean, I've been following you in pictures ever since, and you are <laughs> just everywhere on fire. Yes. And then drop us a piece. Uh, the Lord has been very kind. Uh, I am in a, a season of abundance. I had a really great summer, um, and I have so much gratitude for all of those that kind of came before that I was able to study in preparation for the 2022 competition. I thank you all for your hard work. Uh, it helped me to be best prepared uh, and then to be able to receive the win of Motown Mike uh, Spoken Word Artist 2022. Mikaela said, like, the competition has changed a lot. And I think this was the first time, like, they did it in the pandemic, and our year was like, we coming out of the pandemic. Um, so th it was like being on American Idol. Um, you know, it's definitely evolved like with the coaching sessions and all the filming and the photo shoot um, and even the way that the day of worked uh, with the judges being right on this panel in front of us. It was kind of like, you know, in Power Rangers, how Zordon would be behind the thing in the control center. That energy is what our finale was giving us. Um, and I, I, like Mikaela said, like the money
money got bigger too, so I I I got I got I got a little bit more change, you know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful for that. Um so since winning uh, Motown Mike, I also was selected to open up for Rupi Core, who is a New York Times bestselling uh poet. Uh she's had her books translated in hundreds of languages, uh and she picked me to open up for her in Detroit out of thousands of people. Um I'm working on a book of poems. It's called All the Poems I Promised to Write If I Could Just Open My Eyes. Uh really looking at uh, different ways in which I've encountered trauma and healing and joy and faith. Um, I also got the opportunity to uh, do my Motown mic piece at the plaza uh, opening of the museum um, and I referenced both The Temptations and Smokey Robinson and they were seated right next to me where Otis Williams was and Smokey Robinson was seated right next to me as I'm performing this poem. Uh, you know, I literally got to point at Smokey Robinson and afterwards he hugged me and told me that I was amazing and I was like, you are Smokey Robinson and I am nothing so um, yeah my life the Allah is kind and um, I'm so grateful <laughs> oh you want me to do a piece now right okay Yes, 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 so, uh, please. After winning, I actually, Mikaela said she didn't go to Disney World. I went to Disneyland, um, and I went to Disneyland <laughs> with uh, someone with whom I was in a relationship with. And upon returning from Disneyland, this someone decided that they didn't want to be in a relationship with me anymore. Um, and so, you know, for this trip that I, I, I didn't... Too soon, girl boy. Too soon. Um, so, you know, this summer I took a poetry class taught by uh, Portia Olaiwola. She's the poet laureate for the city of Boston. Um, it was a really, really great class produced by Button Poetry. And I really wanted to explore writing more with different forms because I, I know how to write a nice spoken word prose piece, but I don't really do acrostics. You know, I don't really uh, do uh, other types of things. And so I really wanted to kind of challenge myself to work within different forms. And so one of the first pieces we had to write was a self-portrait poem, which I had never written before. And uh, we had to walk around our homes and find an item that kind of spoke to us and then look at ourselves in the mirror while holding this item. And I knew I did not want to write a piece about the person that had just like broke my heart. But it was just like, listen, it's a sweater that they gave me and now I can't stop looking at it. So this piece was birthed out of that. Um, and it was very healing, very cathartic to write. So I was like, I'll do this one. Um, and it's called Self-Portrait with the Sweater You Gifted Me in Place of the You You Promised. Hmm. The weatherman said, Michigan hit record temps this summer so hot, I swear the hair in my beard melt into my face. Everything stinking, everything sticking like old hot garbage boiling in the sad dumpster back behind my house. That's where I put all the things make me think of you. Except this sweater. It's too well made and does its job too good to have the same fate as the loofah and the fountain and the framed photos I had placed on desks and dressers and shelves and shit to remind me that I was loved by you. This the thing I kept for reasons I don't know why, cause you gone, gone. 
left me with my mouth agape, confused, embarrassed, face red and blue at the same time. And there I was, a spectacle, gathering all the inklings of us you were so quick to throw away with one misunderstanding when I was preparing for forever, like this sweater, to keep you warm. Even as you fix your mouth to spew coldness and contempt because of your inexperience that I was working to forgive because when you gifted this, you gleamed so bright, hopeful I'd like it and wear it. Immediately, I put it on so I could watch you grow brighter, complimenting the stitch and zipper, even though it got stuck sometimes. I wanted to be loved so bad. But here I am alone, watching myself hold on to the last of the things that remind me of you. This polite gift got me thinking crazy, like maybe if I put it on and rub the sleeves together, wishing, wishing, wishing in some Aussian ritual that you then return to me for us. But the weatherman said we're heading into more record temperatures an ultraviolet August, and I think it might be too damn hot to hold something like this so close to me. Anybody need a sweater? That's that piece, as poets say when they complete a piece. That's that piece. That's that piece. That is that piece. Soon to be available in my book, All the Poems I Promised to Write, if I could just open my eyes. If you would like to stay in touch with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Ben Will Detroit. If you want to see random photos of me and various events I may be promoting. If you want to watch me be goofy in short form videos, you can follow me on TikTok at Ben Will Detroit. If you want to watch me gossip about various things happening within the black community, you can follow me on Twitter at Ben Will Detroit. And if you just want to be all in my business and stalk a little bit, well, that's Facebook. Where is it? At Benwell, Detroit. So uh, thank you so much, Rose, for having me. Um, I just appreciate you welcoming me into this this space, this stage to interact. Girl Boy is on it. You know, Girl Boy said, what I'm going to do is yes, my job. Is. And I appreciate yeah. that. Girl Boy is the bomb. She uh, is the bomb. And we're going to burn that sweater, Ben. Uh, oh, we I was going to give it sweater. away. It's, it's really good quality. I think if somebody else should just have it, it would be a waste to just burn it. Um, yeah, but, okay. <laughs> but, but you know, real life makes way for some great po poetry, and that piece was fire. Y'all oh, just keep me all in my fields today. Like, I want to <laughs> find this person and tell them a thing or two. Like, don't you? I'll ever send do you that a text and a photo. Yeah, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Thank like, you very much. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I am on it. See you Saturday. See you. Our final guest this afternoon has placed in the Motown mic finales on more than one occasion. She is a phenomenal writer. She is a dope um, slam poet. Ari Lane to the mic. Hi. Hey, my darling, hey. Hi, hey, I miss you. <laughs> hey, you got that black girl magic. Miss you too, my darling. How are you? Yes. <laughs> I am amazing down here trying to learn how to swim and everything. I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> so tell us about your Motown Mike journey, how Motown Mike has and is changing your life, and drop us a piece. 
Okay, so when I first, so my first experience with Motown was during the pandemic, the Motown mic was during the pandemic, and um, I came in second, which was cool. We did, it was very different. Um, so I got to do it the year before and like the come out, like Ben said that coming out of the pandemic stage, um, in 2022. So I did 2021 and then 2022, I was blessed enough to come back and place again at third. So I'm kind of like, I got a spot on my mantle that's looking for a one, two, three. So <laughs> they're not going to get rid of me. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, it's been a journey and it was like, I stumbled upon it. Um, when I just started, I've been writing all my life, but I stumbled upon Motown Mike right when the world shut down. And so when he came back, I was really excited to try my hand in it. I like the challenge of, um, a topic because like usually when I write it's more like I'm just coming from a very um wherever I'm at or what's in my mind but I like being challenged with hey this is what we want you to focus on um you know that research and that just making sure your eyes are dotted and your t's are crossed and then this year we had really great mentors mine was pretty awesome she's she's so amazing her name was one single rose I don't know if you know her <laughs> She gathered me. So it's been a really great journey, and I've taken that and applied, like, a lot of the things that I learned in my mentor sessions and just on this journey about not being married to um, a piece if it's not finished. Sometimes um, a little extra work just going back and saying, hmm, can we do that differently goes a long way. And um, it's been a wonderful journey. I, that's all I can say. It's been a blessing. So I guess I can yes. do um, Okay, cool. This piece is called Comfy Clothes. And um, yeah, this, yep, it was inspired by exactly what it's called, Comfy Clothes. I was sitting in my room and I was like, I was supposed to be doing some work, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I was writing poems. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, this piece is called Comfy Clothes. I'll get started. Today I wore my comfy clothes. And baby, I was comfortable. At the risk of sharing too much information, fuck it, I'm comfortable. So comfortable that I affirm that if the transparency of my humanity is too much for someone, then it is them, not me. I recognize that I've been there. I understand that we are all mirrors, and mirrors often require reflection. So I acknowledge that we are then also reflections, and reflections aren't perfect, but neither are humans. I mean, how we be so same, same, but still so different, different, and still don't get it. We point out each other's flaws with magnifying glasses like we're so different. Like we don't all have flaws. Like us showing theirs ain't really showing ours. Them damn mirrors. I mean, them damn reflections. See, reflections hold truth. Truth is often labeled too much. We often call it bitter, say it tastes like anger, regurgitated like a five-year-old does grape cough medicine. See, our minds can't handle it, so won't let our spirits take it in, so we avoid mirrors. Only entering them to falsely alter the reflections, we paint up our flaws. Tell truth to suck it in, smile, say cheese, a picture of perfection, but our eyes, our eyes always betray us. Perhaps that's why we struggle making eye contact. 
Too afraid someone might actually see us. Too afraid we might actually see ourselves. Them damn mirrors. I mean, them damn reflections. See, I spent too much time trying to find the beauty in my flaws. Was too busy covering them up. Making up my blemishes, I know too well what it feels like to girdle up my truth, to contour away my faults. So excuse me if my transparency is too much, because today, oh baby, I'm comfortable. Comfortable enough to admit that I wrote this, brawless, commando, in my favorite comfy clothes, while four braids stuck out on my head all over the place. Real Coolio style. Comfortable enough to admit that I have full-on face-to-face conversations with three family members like this that day. They made no mention. And ain't that love? I guess what I'm saying is if you love me, you're going to have to love all of me and see some days this mic and this pen and this stage be home. So forgive me if I get too comfortable, but here is safe. This is home, and I'm about to let my spiritual gut out. And I will stand before you emotionally brawless, spirit on full-on commando while my flaws stick out all over the place. And I will talk to you, and I will tell you that I see you, I will tell you that I get you, don't worry, I got you, get comfortable, you are not too much, you are more than your flaws, you're beautiful, with no makeup on, now look me in my eyes, don't this feel like home, don't this feel comfortable, that's that piece. <laughs> yeah. And, um, So Thank I you so much for sharing. Thank y'all have you. dropped some gems today. Um, if y'all want to follow me, um, you absolutely can follow Follow me on everywhere at Ari Lane. I am A-R-R-I-E-L-A-N-E. Squish it together on Instagram and Twitter. Space it out on Facebook, you know, right in the middle there. Um, I also have a spoken word album that is on all streaming platforms that is Organized Chaos Volume 1. So if you want to support me, go check it out. It is available everywhere. Uh, The link is in my bio if you forget the title. If you follow me, you can find it. Thank you. There you go. Thank you guys so much for coming on today and dropping those gems. I so appreciate it. All of the guests for Poetic today, Mikaela, Tamira, Ben Will, Peace, Ari Lane. Thank you guys so much. Mike Felt was going to come on, but there was a... um, he couldn't get off work and he wasn't able to get on with his system. I want to send love to Jennifer Lane, Kevy Kev, Bianca Simone, and everyone who is watching in the feed. Thank you guys so much for the hearts. If you are in Detroit and can make it to the Motown Museum this Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m., you can see all of these amazing artists. They will be performing their winning piece and also another piece for the um, production, there will be food trucks um, and just fun out on the plaza. You know, we don't have very much more summertime left. So come on out and hang with us. Bring your lawn chair. Check us out at the Motown Museum this Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. I am your host, Rose Marie Wilson, a.k.a. One Single Rose. And thank you guys so much for the love and for coming on. We are short on time. I normally leave the feed and poetic with a piece. So I'm just gonna leave y'all with a haiku today. And this is something for my sisters. I am not for men who do not treasure my worth. My gems are priceless. See y'all next week.
See y'all at the Motown Museum this Saturday at 5 to 7 p.m. Thank y'all. Mad love to my guests. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rose. This was fun. Yeah, this was good. I'm glad I'm glad I decided to come in. You know, get that energy from everybody. Me too. I love it. Be good, Rose. Share it. And thank y'all so much. I wish I was there to give y'all some hugs, but mm, 